when I was teaching before before the Menachal job. And you must have maybe uh, I'm not maybe maybe you guys remember the look. You remember a guy named uh, Avramel Pink, such a character. Remember him? This is uh, this uh, this is I don't know. I just look at the picture. I see the back of him. He has a stick of ponytail action, sitting on the, he's looking at the beach, catching uh, he's catching birds or something. And Avramel Pink. Woo! I'll on him. Okay. Um, before we start inside, I saw last night that it was a Shtikoblava Malke. Somebody, since I have, the, I have different uncles that, that, that apparently get around. They get around. I have an uncle, Nafalin, who gets around. I have another uncle from my mother's side who gets around, apparently. I didn't realize how much he gets around. His name is Mendy Groner. So Mendy Groner, Baruch Hashem. He's, uh, I don't know what exactly his position is. He's the lower I don't know. He's something in the Meshiva of Kiryat Gat. You heard such a Yeshiva called Kiryat Gat? So he's something over there in the Yeshiva of Kiryat Gat. Maybe he's, maybe he's a, maybe he's a, like a cheer, maybe he's a Manile, maybe he's a Mashpia, maybe he's all of the above. Maybe there's genetics like this. You, 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 you know, you don't have anything. You don't have any job. You just do all, you do everything. You try to do everything. So he was, he was, uh, he was asked to speak by Lava Malka, Hakim Lava Malka for the American 770 buffer. The American 770 Bachrim. And uh, in speaking to the American 770 Bachrim, obviously they would want to bring speakers that are, that are familiar with the English language. He's, uh, he's one of these hybrids where obviously he was born in America, is alive, but then he was there to sit out, uh, but still, still retains some familiarity with the, the language known as uh, Inglesius. Alcoponic. So the Indian that he speaks, that's, 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 I think, uh, that's worth uh, repeating. Yeah, no. It's worth repeating to us. With regards to, uh, there's a few things over there, but one Nakuda, I might have said it when I heard it again. There was a individual who was the rob of a place called, uh, we have here people that are connected. I don't know who's, that, to a place called Philadelphia or Philadelphia. Philadelphia was a Rav whose name was Rabbi Ephraim Akoyin Yalis. Actually, amongst the archives that I have, I have actually a handwritten letter that I, uh, that I scanned from him to the Rebbe, I think in Tavshin Yud Aleph. Tam was Tavshin Yud Aleph. No, that he wrote to the Rebbe. Uh, the Kitzer, Rabbi Ephraim Yalis, can also be seen on various videos where it's very, very unique because he occupies a place by the Fabrengen that's, uh, that's, that's very unusual. He sits... Very few people that were placed on the dais, on the table next to the Rebbe, not behind the Rebbe. So, for example, uh, the famous, the famous uh, Yudshvat, if it's Yudshvat, it's Yudhis Kisle, by uh, where uh, the Zalman Shazar was there, and you see the, you have maybe some of the video where he's singing with Al-Bav, Israel Gishmak, and but also by, uh, many, by other occasions, many more occasions, of Ephraim Yalis. Ephraim Yalis was very. Um, so held himself as very, he was older than the Rebbe, he held himself very close to the Rebbe, even though he was not, a, uh, not necessarily a chassid, he was not chassid by, by uh, trade, um, the Rebbe was very mekad of him, the Rebbe was very miyak in him based on a very simple premise. Any person that um, involved themselves, who went out of their way to show assistance, to, make, to, to, to provide assistance, whether it was in terms of coming over for the Friedrich Rebbe or Klalab and the Friedrich Rebbe being Meshubah to being, to being devoted to Friedrich Rebbe. So the Rebbe was very, very, was very miyakir and very mechabiv. The Rebbe was, uh, was, always, uh, was, always, uh, was always, was always reciprocated to these people. But in addition, in his own right, I heard from somebody else, what? what did he 
he was involved only involved in, in in the connections that had to do with government I understand the governmental connections that had to do with uh, with making sure that the free was able to come I don't know the product of which part, but that's the club that's not yeah that's not for me also when Friedrich Kreb also went to visit Philadelphia so he was uh, this was facilitated through him the famous the stories that are connected to the Friedrich visit there's one story the Friedrich was visiting and then there's some Bachram, some rabble rousers that come in the Friedrich called him in to look up the Pratim and the Gaya so he he had this long white beard and almost it, and the way his long white beard it looked like kind of he chopped it at the end it looked like it looked like he kind of looked like the, I, I don't know if he did but he'll take it it was a, it's a funny look he has like, like a, a long a white beard that goes down here and at the bottom it's like everything is mom it's like it's like it's like a straight end Stop. And um, so, um, so I heard about him just to, before I say the word that I want to say is that um, two, two in Yom that I want to say. Better to get to boosting our boosting ourselves. We need some boosters. We have to from the boosters that are being peddled by the uh, snake oils uh, salesman. Um, so it said about him. By a third party, this is another person who's speaking about the people that came to Nebuz Fabrengen. It's not a chassid. And he's speaking about who came to Nebuz Fabrengen. He says, look at the people who came to Nebuz Fabrengen. It's, it's, it's mesmerizing. People who came to Nebuz Fabrengen were, were such giants in their own right. With Fiyad al-Hazad. Right? Like you have, uh, you have Rabbi Hirsch, you, um, you, have, you have people like this. You don't understand what they are. They're in the realm of Taita, in the realm of learning, in the realm of Gainas and things like that. And... Had obviously the Fabrengen, Rabbi Salavechi came, um, the famous, the famous video, the famous of the Fabrengen over there. Together we was escorted by Rabbi Shefter. Rabbi Shefter is very tired. He is. Rabbi Shefter has a JJLI where he speaks about his then to be escorting the, the Rav to the Rebbe. Um, very Kedai. There's a book I think that some put out just now. I have in the house called the Rabbi of Buchenwald. You wanna, if you wanna see the, you wanna see the life of a person who's a Marachos Berbalmasis Nefesh Pashat. Realizing that he wants to he wants to help out and he goes and he he's involved in liberating Buchenwald. If you want to get a little get a sentimental get emotional, you have to you have to evoke your emotions. You have to be you have to evoke the emotions. A lot of people are are dormant in terms of the emotions, and even if you have emotions, your emotions are being hijacked by by all kinds of all kinds of less than important things. So he comments about him. He says, well, "You see, by Fabrigas Rabbi Yalis, Rabbi Yalis, this person says it. This person is not saying it with any agenda." So Rabbi Yalis knows the whole. Forget about the no. Forget about shots. To say some of those shots is not a gift. It's not. It's not an Indian. It's not. It's not. It's like a chiddush to say all oh, these. Are. He said he knew the whole every taste of this balpe. You knew taste is balpe. Taste is on shots balpe. So just to give you a sense of his of his of his of his prowess of his greatness of who he was, he knew taste is balpe. So the thing was, and I remember hearing this from my Zayda, that the Rebbe had an interesting way that. When it came to interacting with people who were lab were not chassidim, meaning people that were everyone was an chassid, but people who were not afitzial, people who were not chassidim of the Rebbe, go chabad chassidim. So the Rebbe spoke sometimes in a language that we could never fathom, never speak to the never speak to chassidim in this way, in, in 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 with regard specifically to himself. So one of the things that uh, apparently I don't I remember, I don't remember the setting now. But, but the Nakuda was the Nakuda that the, um, we all know that um, the way, there's, there's different ways that Chabad Rabbeim are, are, are designated in representing the different spheres, right? So we have, for example, the Alter Rebbe Chochma and the Mbina and the Samasadikis Das. So then Chagav, so the, the way I saw that they heard this person saying it, so you go from, if you go from, if you go from the down the Alter Rebbe's Chochma and you go down from there, so if you go straight, what happens? So then you have Das, and then he was after Das. 
right? What happens after das? After 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 chabad, chagas. Whatever the word is, chagas is chagas is not 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 the zayini. Chagas is already we skip over chagas is for somebody from other for, for other groups. So if you skip chagas, right? You jump over chagas, right? So chagas chesed guru tiferes is for the is for the peilushim. Chesed guru tiferes is not. So now you jump. What are you where are you now? Where are you holding afterward? Netzach. So who's netzach? After das. No, no, no. After das, after das is, is the alt. The tzemach tzedek is das. So who's who's next? The Reb Marash. The Reb Marash is Netzach and that Netzach. Heid is Reb Rashab. You said that's Malchut. That's a. So um, I think that uh, I think that Reb Fray Mialis was was speaking about this Nakuda to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe responded. The Rebbe said, "No zestaf." The Rebbe said, "No zestaf." Imagine everyone beside the Rebbe said, "You see, you see it in front of you. You're looking at it. You're looking at Malchus." Now we know that we learned the Rebbe's Torah. We know the Indian of Malchus, and we see how, especially in no base, the Rebbe's coughing and the significance of Malchus and the Madrega and the Milo of Malchus. But over here, I have this interesting part to give, give a boost to these verklaf, these Yonim. They're like the Rebbe gave us like these throw, throw us these crumbs to say like reiterate these nikkudos. Um, another thing, so you see, see, see stuff. Another thing is maybe that maybe some of you heard of a, a fellow named Uriel Tziner, not Gavriel Tziner, Uriel, Uriel Tziner. With a pipe, huh? So a real sinner is a wild, wild man who who went through uh, the, the, the shiva medurim gehenim. In his life, he went through uh, all kinds of um, all kinds of trial ups and downs, discoveries. That originally he was bechlal, not he wasn't shaykh, he wasn't he wasn't teiru uh, He was not only that he was uh, he was a heavy heavy uh, what today they would call a leftist, used to call a liberal. He was a heavy. He was a heavy associated with the uh, with the liberal agenda. Then he became a Naturik Karta. Then he became a Agudas Yisraelnik. And then his final stop in the uh, in the uh, annals of purgatory is that he became a Lubavitcher. Akupanim. So he was the first person at Der Chagav to translate the Tanya to Yiddish. Now he is translating the Tanya to Yiddish. I don't know if you get a copy. His translation of the Tanya was not like the, the translation of the Shiurim Sefer Tanya, where it's written in a way like it's, uh, you know, it's, it's written and it's, uh, it's a sentence and it's a translation. He, wrote, he translated the way, the, way, like the way it is. Like you're reading, like you're reading a, an, an unauthentic, uh, you know, word for word translation of the Tanya. Agapotus, he was involved in a lot of things with the Geats of Siddhis. And uh, also because of his background, because of his, he also he was obviously a genius on the, on the, um, on the IQ and the Chlal. So he once, he once, he communicated in a very interesting way. He communicated to the Rebbe once with regards to his observations about Hasidim and his observations about this generation of Hasidim and Hasidis. And he said that in, his, in what he sees in his um, learning of history of the different Hasidim, of different generations of Hasidis, so he's come to the conclusion, he's come to the realization that the, we'll call it the B'may HaBezoyer Tveh, Every generation of Chassidus has its nakuda that it's that Chassidim that they are that they are specialized in kaviyachol. And he said that it appears to me that the the, the specialization, the kab, the tsinor, the tsinor, if we pun intended, the tsinor through which the everything goes through in this generation, in the generation, the Chassidim of the Rebbe is iskashrus. That everything goes through his kashrus. That everything, the the even abayshin, the 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 even she the even she that is the most defining. This was always obviously a, 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 a always obviously the cornerstone by Hasidim. 
but he says that it, it appears to me that more than anything else, and obviously part of it can come, can come as a chisarin. Part of it can come as a chisarin because maybe it's a, you know, leislam, leislam, begam, maklum, if we're not, we don't have other qualities necessarily to, 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 to represent ourselves with. But either way, bottom line is, is that, and the Rebbe responded, the Rebbe said, yes. The Rebbe said, the Rebbe said, these are two and two and yon. The Rebbe said, now the Rebbe said, the Rebbe concurred that this is indeed true. Um, Hashem concludes this with the follow-up, is that uh, when, the Rebbe, when the Rebbe came out with the Pekana and the, the Pekana of, of the Rambam, so this is more of a famous thing maybe, there was, there was uh, certain people, there was, uh, there was a Bachar who went to, uh, went to the Mendel Futafas and asked, you know, what should he do? What should he do? He has, uh, you know, the Rebbe is the being, the Rebbe is making Takana, learning Rambam, the Rebbe says, the Rebbe is saying, the, the, the Rambam can be learning three Prakam a day, or one Perek a day, what should he do? So the Rebbe Mendel said, you should learn three Prakam and one Perek a day. With each one of these, with each one of these activities, you have another chance of, of being Makashi yourself to the Rebbe. And this Baruch was coming to say that if he learns one, he'll be able to understand it better. If he learns three, he won't understand it better. He says, well, today, well, I want it. The Rebbe is giving us a chance, another chance to be Makashi to the Rebbe. They're going to take it. Learn four Prakam. If the, Rebbe gave, if the Rebbe gave four different options, learn all four options. Okay, this is more of a Vart than it is of a Izar than a practicality. So first, let's identify if we have the same page, where we, where we got off inside where we ended off in learning inside the Maimed is on page Pei, Din Ebed Ivri. Now it becomes in Yonah the Yom HaMamish. Where we're in Pashas Yisraeli, we're getting close, where Yisraeli Mishpatin. Din Dei Moshe Rabbeinu Allah HaShalom. Moshe Rabbeinu Allah HaShalom, Hu HaMashpia Bechinas Das Leknesis Yisrael. That's what, does that make sense? Okay. Those who are learning, the way we're going to do it, we're going to be stopping at the end of this, of this Ois. And we're going to be doing a similar thing that we did, even though it's not the whole nightmare, but we're going to be doing something on a, on a, similar, on a similar level. And for writing. There's a lot to write over here. There's a lot of inyoner. So we have to, let's remind ourselves, why are we in the discussion? Why are we having a discussion, a breakdown of this Nakuda? Yeah? Svarim, Svarim. Peripheral crowd, bleachers. Now... Why are we having, why is it Tzamat Sedek, Bechlal, introducing us to the, the two kinds of Nishalais, Zera Adam and Zera Behema? Why, why, this is, being, this is being introduced to deal with a question that we had in the Pasuk of Eilaham Mishpatim Ashtasim Lifneil. So let's remind ourselves so that uh, we, could, we could be able to move without, without, without Prather. No. So we, 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 we were looking at the opening pasuk of Parshas Mishpatim. The opening pasuk of Parshas Mishpatim is, so the pasuk says, mishpatim Who's speaking to who? Me, Elmar, El me. Get back to second grade. Me, Elmar, El me. So Hashem is speaking to Mesha, and Hashem tells Mesha, these are the commandments, these are the judgments, Ashitasim Lifneim, the usual place, before them, yeah? I should toss him with Nahum. Boss? Don't worry about the line, we're making that. I should toss him with Nahum. So the Bechlal, and when you learn the Rashi over here, the word toss him is a strange word, why it says toss him. With Nahum is also, um, but when you get to the, the, the Ikkit translation over here, is these are the commandments that you, you Mesha, are placing before them. So that means that the subject, Moshe is teaching the plural. Moshe is teaching the Bnei Yisrael. Then, how does the Pasuk continue? How does the next Pasuk start? 
No, no, Kisikna Evadivri. So the, the problem immediately is, is that the opening pasuk is that you're addressing the rabbin, that you're talking to the public. And then, so if that's the case, the next line that says that what they will do if they do this, Kisiknu Evadivri. If you, you, in English, you and you could be plurals, but in Lashon Kedesh, Kisikna is Lashon Yachit, Kisikna is Lashon Rabbin. So it should say, Kisikna Evedivni. Right? And then it should say whatever it has to say about Evedivni. So right when you look at the, the formation of the language of the Apostle, there's a problem. There's a problem with the, the linguistics of the Apostle. There's a problem with the tenses of the Apostle. So we want to know what's going on. So the Samachetic right away tells us that the truth is, is that instead of the, instead of the regular understanding, which leads to this problem, that it, that it starts off with Lashon Nam and it goes Lashon Yachid, is that the truth is Kisikna is indeed Lashon Yachid because it's a message to a certain individual. Kisikna is actually speaking to a person, not to people. By the way, one could answer kind of dismissively and say that the reason why it says Kisikna is because you talk, when you talk to a public, you're talking to an entity called B'nai Yisrael, you could, you could also refer to them as an individual. Right? An entity, a group of people could also be called, especially if they're one, they're one unit, could also be called, uh, could also be referred to in, in a yachin. But the problem is, is that it, it's still not a good answer because what you're saying about you, you're not acquiring as a, as a group. It's not like we're talking to B'nai Yisrael and say, this, this, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a firm, there's a group called B'nai Yisrael and they are going to buy and acquire an evidence. So it's not a good answer. Even though that you could use Lashon Yochid for a group, it still doesn't make sense that it should say Kisikna. Now, you could say that it's talking to each individual privately, but again, it's not the way we would expect the language to be. Therefore, bottom line for us, by seeing this anomaly, by seeing this strange, by seeing this unusual uh, language, this unusual language leads us to an insight, to something under the surface. So under the surface is that there is indeed an individual who is being commanded with the commandment of Kisikna. So, who is that individual that's being commanded? Commanded? It's the same person that the first Pasuk is talking about. So, So there's a certain person named Moshe who's being told that these are the Mishpatim Mashitasim Lifneim and you're going to command Kisikna now the Pasuk instead of saying, instead of reading it in the Pshat that now this is the first mitzvah that you're telling them, this is what you, Moshe, have to do. You, Moshe, have to do something that's called kisikna. And what kind of kisikna? Kisikna, vedivri. We, we don't know anything. We don't even get what that means. That's where the mime is going to go. But that's what leads us to this discussion. So in order to get into understanding this, that Samach Tzedek introduces us to the Pasuk of Yirmiyahu, that says that the Ebrister sows, sowed B'nai Yisrael in two ways, the two kinds of plantings. There's a planting, there's a sow, there's a seed. That's called the seed of, of man and the seed of the beast. Seed of man and the seed of the beast. These are two kinds of neshamis. Like we learned in this year's Basi Lagani in Perikid Gimel, that the, when it says in the Pasach El-Yod, that it says that the, from there, from there the neshamis come. Where's from there? Who remembers? Where's the there that the neshamis are coming to, to, the, to the human beings from? Which madregas? The, the madregas of Bria Yitzir and Asir. So the shamis that we have, even though there are the shoyrish of our neshamis is obviously of, of you know of the of, of atzilas, or you could say the shoyrish of the neshamis is even higher. But in terms of the level of the neshamis of of of, of people, the neshamis Israel, those neshamis come from the, the realm of Ria, Yitzira, or Asiya. That means that we all here, 
and anyone that you know, and anyone that you're ever going to know, um, is a in the Shoma that's called in the Shoma de Bia, aka on the Shoma of Zera Behemo. The only question is if you're in a Shoma that is primarily in the Shoma of Bria, or you're in a Shoma of Yitzira, or you're in a Shoma of Asiya, and that would, that would reflect itself in various different ways in terms of, for example, in terms of how you relate to Elikus, how you relate to godliness, how you relate to Ruchnius, and how almost we could put it in how sensitive you might be to Kedusha, if we could put it in a very straightforward way. You see, you see this very commonly around, around us, around people with flower, around yourself, that there are different people who should have different levels of sensitivities towards, or different non-sensitivities towards things of Kedusha, things of Ruchnius. People that Ruchnius doesn't speak to them, Ki Huzet. There's people that become very connected, they have, they have to guide themselves to be able to, to, to be properly associated with the right kind of Ruchnius versus um, uh, alternative forms of Ruchnius as, is, as we see. So now, the main difference, since we want to go, want to go weiter, the main distinction that the Mimer presents between the, the Zera Odom and Zera Behemon is whether or not that Neshoma has what's called, has in it, has, has in its possession, so to speak, the concept of Das. Whether or not there is a feature of Das. Now, every, every Neshoma has in it the ten Svidas. Every Neshoma has the ten Koychais, which are derivatives of the ten Svidas. However, the issue is which spheres are dominant and which spheres are dormant. You understand? Which spheres are dominant which spheres are dormant. The reason why Das is so prominent and so important in this discussion, even though Das is not the first sphere, like one would think that, okay, the sphere that makes a difference is whether you have the Chacham. The reason why Das is, is noticed that Das is the first of the ten spheres that's in the middle. Das is the first of the ten spheres that's in the middle. If you organize the spheres in this way, right, left, center, so now the rule is, is that any Svita that has that, that occupies the position of being in the Kavo Emsoi, it has a certain kind of, it has a certain kind of function that makes it superior to the Midas on the right or the, or the left, and even the Midas that came in front of it. it means even though Chochma and Bina are Midas that came in front of it, but Das has an ability to be Mechaber. Das is Mechasher. That's its, that's its actual function. The actual function of Das is that it brings together, that's why we, that's why we refer to, 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 to Tiferes as Rachamim also, even though the word Tiferes, right? That's why Tiferes has the name beauty, right? That's why if you look at the middle, you'll see, besides Malchus, put Malchus aside. You have Das, Tiferes, and what's the other one? Yisoid. What's the, what's, this, what's, the, what's the characteristic of Yisoid, like we said many times? No, what's the characteristic of Yisoid? Yisoid, besides being foundation, foundation is something that holds together the entire structure, obviously. Well, Yisoid is, a, is, a, is the power of bonding, the power that bonds one person to, the, to another person. Again, it's an idea that, that, uh, that, is, that, that brings someone to be able to go out of themselves and connect to somebody else. Something that demands a, a significant kind of koyach in a person, where a person would not want to do that, kiyodua. So all of the things that are in the Kavah Yisoid, starting with Das, they have a shoydish that's higher they have a shoydish that's higher than the sweetest that are on the right and the sweetest are on the left. Asher Lochein, when, we, when we're learning in our Maimer, that those neshamas that are zera, be, zera adam neshamas, those neshamas that are zera adam neshamas, what makes them zera adam? They have the characteristic that an adam has over a behemoth. So this we went through, hopefully this memory of these discussions. The difference between adam and behemoth is not that adam would walk. It's not even that adam could talk necessarily. 
It's not even that Adam could think. It's the ability to have this concept we call in English self-awareness. The ability to have self-awareness and to have the sense of recognition of who, where I am, legabe, everything around me. And what I have to do in order to, uh, in order to, uh, to connect to the things that are around me versus an animal. An animal has a natural instinct to be able to do what it does and, and so on. So that's, that's the kudu number one. The kudu number two is that when it comes to zera behema, one can fall into, since we are, we are all zera behema, since we all don't have that concept of das, what's the proof that we don't have the concept of das? Because if you had das, to make it, to make, to reiterate the litmus test, how do you know if you have das in elikos? So if you know you have das in elikos, if, if a person's walking around thinking, hey, maybe I'm a zera adam, uh, maybe I'm a zera adam deshama, if you feel, if you have the same feeling of being alive and realizing that your life comes from your neshama, which every one of us feels, if you just have to think, you just think about it for a second, in other words, even if you don't call it neshama, that your life comes from something other than your body, if you have that same sense of clarity, the same sense of awareness, that just like your body is being um, enlivened by your neshama, the world and everything else is being enlivened by God, if you have that same hergish, you have that same palpable feeling, then your neshama of, um, then your neshama is at now, it, it's a difference between feeling it and knowing it. So this is, the, this is what leads us to the next thing. Zera Behema, while the Zera Behema does not have that hergish and that sense of truth and that sense of obviousness and the sense of you cannot contradict this, the Zera, Zera Behema does have, by 100% has every single capability, every single capability, and on the contrary, there could be, there's, there could be very, very high lofty understandings, very high lofty levels of using the Seichel to be able to understand this concept, to understand this phenomenon. In other words, every Zena Behema is, while they may be restricted in how deep your feelings may be to feel Elikos, but we're absolutely not restricted in the ability to discover, intellectually pursue, to think into where everything came from. How could it be? Where is it? Who's reviving it? To understand Eibishter, at least on the level that the human mind is able to understand Eibishter, the Zera Behema is absolutely not restricted whatsoever. So nobody could come and tie that. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a seed of the beast. I'm a seed of the beast. What do you want from me? You're a seed of the beast. Start working. Start investigating. Start meditating. Start contemplating. Start thinking about what it is. Now start thinking about everything that's around you and start being misbeining on the Indian of Yishma'ayin, thinking about all these things, and you absolutely have to do that. That's, that's in your capability. On the contrary, that's going to maximize the kayach of your, of, of the, of the, of the kayach of the mayach, as Yitzhak says, with regards to uh, why Hashem gave you brains in the first place. To end off with this, every one of us, one, every one of us holds ourselves to a certain level that we are smart. I don't mean that we're, that, we're, that we're the biggest geniuses in the world, but everyone holds himself that. Don't, don't tell me that I'm an idiot, right? One of the things that the Bechlolos uh, get people to be offended, at least used to be get people to be offended, is you call them an idiot. Like, for example, it used to be that people get offended when you call them a liar. Today, maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a badge of honor when you call someone a liar. But these two things are supposed to make you upset. They're supposed to make you feel uh, like, uh, you know, that you're supposed to push back. Look, if you're a liar, it's a terrible thing. A person, a person should, should never allow themselves. A person should, a person, for a person should have a reputation of being a liar. A person have a reputation of being an idiot is also. So why, why is a person so offended when he's, when he's called an idiot? Because a person holds himself to the, to, wants, to, wants to utilize the thing that, 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 which may, that which makes you important, that which makes you meaningful, which means using your brain. So now, everyone therefore chooses to use your brains in different areas. 
and we kind of we suffice. We say, ah, I'm using my brain in this subject, I'm using my brain in that subject, using my brain in this area. So there, meanwhile, I'm 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 definitely not I'm definitely not an idiot. Someone wants to call me an idiot, so I'm saying, nah, I'm an idiot. In that subject, I'm an idiot. You know why I'm an idiot in that subject? Because I chose to be an idiot in that subject. Or bakhlaw, whatever, that subject's not important. This subject that I know so well, that subject is really one that's really important. So I'm not an idiot. You're an idiot for thinking that that subject is important for me to invest my cases in that subject. So I'm going to get to not being an idiot. Anyone who really wants to not be an idiot, you have to know to invest your, invest your most, most highest faculty that Hashem gave us, which is the concept of, of knowledge and, and, and seichel, and, and being able to contemplate and think in the area that's the most lofty, in the area that's the Abishter himself. The, 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 the fact that the Abishter gave us the ability to access him, by using this thing that the Ebishter created called Seichel, and you're using it for anything less than Seichel, uh, for, anything, for anything less than pursuing the Ebishter, of course you, have to, you can use it for other things. Of course you have to use it for, for figuring stuff out and, becoming, and, being, and being a person who, gets, who lives in this world. But if you neglect the usage um, for pursuing and knowing, in other words, in, to say it in blank words, if you don't invest it in learning Torah, learning then you indeed deserve by every means to have the big flat, big title in, uh, written all over your head in neon, with a neon sign that screams, uh, I am a moron. Okay. So now we're going to go inside. You can never have Argosha. You can never have Argosha in the same way. Of course a person, of course a Zerba Eimo has Argosha. Every, every person, every Nishama, every person has the need of Argosha. But the Hargosha is on, is on a completely diluted way. The Hargosha that you have is you feel, you feel you have Abbas. First of all, if you have a mitzvah of Abbas Hashem, a mitzvah of Yiris Hashem, what are those mitzvahs? Those mitzvahs, as, as the, 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 one of the questions that's brought, what's the sheer? Sounds like a Messiah question, but it's more, it's more than tired of what? What's the sheer of Abbas Hashem? How do you know when you have Abbas Hashem? What's the sheer of Yiris Hashem? It's a mitzvah to love Hashem. It's a mitzvah to fear Hashem. How do you know if you're doing the mitzvah? Right? So actually, it has to be palpable in your heart. Your heartbeat has to be affected. Oh, just like a person, oh, just like a person who has fear, and uh, and there's a certain there's a, there's 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 a, there's a, there's a we'll call it uh, there's a, there's a physiological effect on the person's body, right? A person um, a person's uh, person's body can go into a almost an, and when a person is really afraid of something, right? What Casper? Yeah. <laughs> and the same thing with love. When a person is in a state of love, okay. Which most people, uh, people here did not did not experience this, this yet in their lives. Halavai, you should experience experience it at some point when you're in a true state of love to something, someone in particular. So you are you your your physiological, uh, your heartbeat, your your um, your body temperature. There's positive changes that take place within a person. It doesn't mean that a person walking around all day being in love. The feeling is intense. The feeling is is limited to being expressed in certain times. But when you would, the, the same thing goes for the Eibishter, right? The, the, the French actually brings it a lot in different my motive. Like similar, to, like similar to somebody who has a very good friend that he's, that he's bonded with that he doesn't see for a very long time. So the, the, the emotional experience that the person has when he, when he knows about his friend, when he knows about meeting his friend or when he finally sees his friend, right? I'm not just talking about the fact that he hugs his friend, but that internal experience that's going on the person, those are really the same gdorim that are used for, to be able to measure a person's Abbas Hashem, right? So there's a the word that said about uh, that uh, they once heard the bitch of the Masmid, he was screaming, going, was, he was chanting and with like uh, uncontrollably that he loves him. I love him, I love him, I love him, I love him. I don't know what he was doing exactly. So they asked him, what are you, what are you talking about? What do you love? He says, I love Hashem. 
No, in other words, in Theosa, that's another thing. You, you, it's, you're brought, your love brings you to a state where you're, you're unable to express other things. You, you're, you're, you're preoccupied, right? Like some of us, for example, have a nature where, we're, where, we're, where, we're, where we obsess. Some people don't have this nature. But many people these days especially have a nature of being obsessed. I'm obsessed with this, I'm obsessed with that. Today, I think there's more people that are obsessed with things than ever before because the amount of exposure that we have to certain things, it facilitates the obsession. Obsession. So basically, the idea of loving Hashem, the idea of having an emotional connection, the heritage that we're talking about that we obviously do have, is really in the gather of the same gastronomistic way that we can obsess about certain things. Obviously, it's more idle, but therefore, when it says that we don't have, that Nizera behavior does not have a hergish, it's to have that same hergish amitin. It's not, not like it's something secondary to you. When a person experiences one of these emotional things that I'm talking about, regardless of how intense it is, regardless of how intense it is, it's always secondary. There's me and then there's the hergish. Right? There's me and the I'm now experiencing that hergish. But the notion that there's absolute oneness, there's absolute, there's this, my, like, could, could, you, could, could we explain how to define the fact that I'm alive? It's not definable. It's not, like, it's not like there's me who's speaking about the fact that I'm alive. There's me being alive. That's all there is. The, my relationship to me being alive is, is indifferentiable. It, it's not, you can't split it apart and then make it. There's me and there's alive. If there's no alive of me, then there's no me. So that tnuwa, that heritage is something that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't exist within the Zerah Behim. So we're holding the line starts. Inside, center. Inside, we're now going. So it says, coming back to our original point about and we could add over here, we could add the Rebbe, the Lashon of the Ispashtusa delay, we could add that in this discussion. And the Extension of Moshe of every single generation of Rambo. Moshe Rabbeinu Al Vashalimu. Ho Amashpia Bechinas Das, the Knesset Israel. So now, if there's a lack of Das in the Knesset Israel, which is defined by being Zerabehima, comes along Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu does basically the impossible. This answers the question. Moshe Rabbeinu has the Tafkid. Moshe Rabbeinu has this job of being Mashpia Das to Knesset Israel. So now, right away, we have this question. How is that possible? How could Moshe Rabbeinu be, be given, be, be able to achieve such a thing? We just made this, this big, draw this line in the sand between the Zerah Adam and Zerah Behemah. The Zerah Behemah does not have the capability of Das. And now we're saying, ah, <laughs> it was all hocus pocus. Comes Moshe, and Moshe overrides the boundaries. Moshe pierces through this Mechitza, which seemed to be like a Mechitza Shabarzel. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, here's some Das, take some Das. Right? Moshe Rabbeinu is acting like, a, you know, that, you know that, that adult by the wedding, or that adult, you know, who, 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 who doesn't care about all the boundaries and all the kids. He gives all the kids from the table. He gives all the kids from the adult, uh, you know, or, or maybe the opposite these days. Everyone wants the kids' meal, so the kids' meal he gives the adult. You know that, that person who kind of like does away with all of the, 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 form, the formalities about the order, about who was supposed to get what, and he's like, hey, he's giving all the chevra under the table. So Moshe Rabbeinu was kind of breaking the whole, the, the, the whole system. So right away, the Tzemach Tzedek says, that this, this creates a question. You have to realize, that creates a question. Creates a very strong problem. Share. Right? The question makes sense. How is Moshe Rabbeinu able to do such a thing? How could he make such a claim? 
On what basis is Moshe doing this? He says, Because remember, there's a concept called Zayin Royim. Where do you have the Zayin Royim? No, you guys learned the Sukkah. The Gemara Sukkah brings the concept of Zayin Royim and Shmoyer Nesichei Adam. There's two, two lists of people. There's something called the seven shepherds, and then there's the eight men of, uh, of prestige called the Shmoyer Nesichei Adam. Rashi, on the, Rashi over there says, I don't know what the Shmoyer Nesichei Adam is. It's a strange thing what this list actually means, but we're not dealing with that list anyway. We're talking about the Zayin Royim, the seven shepherds, right? So seven shepherds, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, shepherds, we, this is a famous, this should be very familiar to us. The shepherds is, we know them as the Raya Mahemna. The Raya Mahemna. Moshe is not the only Raya Mahemna. Moshe is the most, is the most miyuchad, um, is the most specific and important of the Raya Mahemna. In other words, there are seven individuals, seven neshamas, if you will, that are designated to be, sh to shepherd the flock known as Bnei Yisrael. You, the, you, the list, stay with me. There are seven neshamis. So, for example, Avram is in the neshama, Yitzchak, right? Aaron is in one of the neshamis, I believe. Um, the Hulu. I just did a list. What's the link? Look at the Gemara. Wait, someone has the head. You get a hold of dust. Yeah? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it, Where is it located? Where is it located? Sukkah what? Like in Nun Beis? Nun Aleph? In the end of Sukkah. Yeah? Or no? So, What? So, each one of these shepherds shepherds the Jew, the, the Bnei Yisrael, with a certain nutrient. A certain nutrient. Moshe Abenu occupies the center of this committee, so to speak, the center of this of these shepherds. And the reason is because he is he has a, a specific status that is beyond any of them. Obviously, the reason why he has a status of not just square goal is not just because he has, uh, not just because it's, two, it's twofold. It's the nutrient that he is, it's like today, uh, I don't know what, the, what, the, what your doctor would say, what's the most important nutrient that you, need, that you need in your body? So whatever that nutrient is. But also, Moshe Rabbeinu's ability to be the purveyor, to be the provider of this nutrient is because of the uniqueness of Moshe Rabbeinu's neshama. It means, and we're going to hear over here, how Moshe Rabbeinu's neshama is not just in the Shoma that Zera Adam, but it's in the Shoma that is, that it, in a certain sense, is even beyond that, which is, which is not something. So let's see if we can find it quickly. Um, over here, I'm thinking Atadah. It says, yeah, right here. So we have, right? This is Numbez Amabez, Mamshen. So what does it say? Who are the people? Um, so over here it's interesting. The way it's divided over here, it says David Be'emsa. David's in the middle. Adam. These are now a couple, a couple of names that you would never put on this day. You would never think to put on this list. Chase. Or maybe it's referring to Chase. Tau. That's why. Just always should call up Chase. Hey, Chase. And Seth, other words, in other words. A guy named Mr. Selach. So the way you have it is David, and on the right of David is Adam, Chase, and Mr. Selach. Then you have uh, Avram, Yaakov, and Moshe, Bismaili. And then they have a list called the Shmuel Nesichi Adam. And if, I'm, if I remember correctly, Rashi Taka says, um, Rashi actually says about both. 
Rashi says, Lo yodati bohem tam. And, uh, or whatever. But this is the list. Uh, we have on the Shmoyin and the Odom category. Odom is it makes it both makes both lists. Yishai, Shaul, Shmuel. There's a novi called Omois, Tzfanya, Tzitkiyahu, Mashiach, and Elio. Azoi. Does it this Azoi state? Now, when you get to this, let's see what it says. Ki hu echod hamiyuchod min has min zayin roiv. He is the specific, he's the unique, the unique one amongst the seven roim. What do these seven roim do? Each one of these roim are representative of a certain madrega, and they are not just, they are not just, like, like we know, where, where do we hear this a lot? We say the famous Maimer Chazal, the famous idea about Avram Avinu. We hear this. We hear this primarily about Avram Avinu. What do we hear about Avram Avinu? What do we hear about Avram Avinu? Avram Avinu, during his lifetime, he created a conflict with uh, with a certain. He had a certain Bar Plukta. <laughs> Who was Avram's Bar Plukta? No, he's on me. What are you saying? Chesed. Midas Chesed. Midas Chesed. They could say Midas Chesed. Atzilus was a Bar Plukta of Avram. Says Avram is stealing my job. Right? So what's the idea here is that Avram, therefore, is Madrigasa, is Chesed. We know that, but I'm saying you see this in this. And Yitzchak and, and Yaakov. So, each one of these Royim, if they are being referred to as a Royah, as it says in the uh, Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes 1.7, that all of the rivers flow into the sea. So the truth of the matter is, is that the term is really like, okay, what are you teaching me? What are you saying? Kahalas, what are you telling me over here? All the rivers, all of the rivers uh, go to the uh, stream into the sea. What's the insight over here? So, the Pashtos, there's an insight. The Pashtos is speaking about the idea that there's a connectiveness between all of the streams, all of the bodies of water. And what what significance of that is, is uh, to, be, to, to be discovered. But uh, it comes in some Tzemachzedek Taiches that how someone tell you, how does this pasuk kimoishikasov? What's the kimoishikasov? What's the kimoishikasov over here? You just told me that kol echod and the all of the royim mefarnesim in the Knesset Yisrael kol echod mimadrigasoi. So who here learned a little bit in the Ranat? And could tell me what does the Madrega of Knesset Yisrael represent? So everyone by dream, they have dreams where a renat comes flying over. The rennet, the rennet is makes the cheese curdle. So you want to curdle your cheese, you have to learn a little rennet. What does it say about Knesset Yisrael? It says about Knesset Yisrael, the Knesset Yisrael is the Madrega of Malchus. There's a reason why it's called Knesset. Knesset means it's Koines. The Madrega of Malchus is Koines. That means that when we just said that all of these seven royim, when we said that all of these seven royim, shepherd, and they give off, give from their madrega to the Knesset Israel. So what is the Knesset Israel in this pasuk? In the pasuk of a club, uh, Kalas, Olive Zion, what's the, what's the Knesset Israel represent? 
No, that's in the Cholim. The Yam. Malchus is also called Yam. Right? Malchus is called Yam. Malchus has a lot of different names. So he's saying the positive that says all of the rivers flow into the sea is a description. Who are the rivers? The rivers are designed in Oyim. And we're designed, where does the energy, where does the water, where does the highest of the Zayin Royim destined to? It's destined to empty out, so to speak, and to, uh, to go, into the, go into the Yam. So that's why this Pesach is being used. Because the Yam is Kresis Yisrael, Kresis Yisrael is Malchus, and um, we are Mushba from. Now we get to Avram, Avram, let's finish this line. Avram Ba'ava, Kitasib Avram Oyavi. So giving a few examples, doesn't go through all of them, goes through the, the few, two examples. Avram is the level of Abba, which is known as Chesed. Avram, like it says, Avram, the one who loves me. So here we have two examples, and for the rest of them, you'll also go, you can go and, um, and, and, and find it find and rise. Maybe, it'll be a, maybe someone wants to make a project of connecting all the Zayin to different Psukim to show that they're their particular Madrego. It says what? Yitzchak. Yeah, yeah. Right, so that's that's one of the that's one of the uh, the the, the kudos that come up that there's different versions of the Zion Royim. It starts a whole 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 tumble about the Zion Royim, right? Hundred um, percent. But regardless of that, who goes off? We take Shays off. Take Mishuselach. Take Mishuselach will give up his spot. So Avram noticed Avram Yitzchak going down. You're dealing with Midas. However, the Madreg of Moshe, which is the Madreg of Das, which is the Madreg of Moshin, is higher than Madreg of Moker Lahem. Not only that it's higher in terms of, in terms of its, its, uh, its, 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 Koyach Ruchli, so to speak. It's not only that it's higher in Madrega, but it's higher in a way that from Das, like we say, that proper Midas are, are born from this, from the Moshin. And unhealthy Midas are born without Moshin. He is mashpia to the 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 means all of the neshamas Yisrael. It says that Semach Tzedek and 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 then who is these Knesses Yisrael? What are the neshamas? Let's finish this 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 line. Who are these neshamas? I mean to say Knesses Yisrael la oisam sheim zera beima. And what does Moshe achieve? Shegam hey mi elohem bechinas das belikus. That they should also do the, the, the impossible, literally the impossible. Like what's more impossible than turning an animal into a person? With all of the developments of science that they were able to accomplish, whatever they were, to, whatever, that they were able, ever able to accomplish, they still were not, they were not successful in converting an animal. I mean, in their minds, they definitely were. They definitely, could, they definitely converted people into animals. But, uh, but turning an animal into a person, as Lav Dafki didn't happen yet. So I'll just conclude, even though the time is it, we'll conclude with a part that I heard that is so written by, I mentioned this before, by Reb Chacha Fagin. The Chassidim were sitting in Russia after the Rebbe, after Fidel Kebbe left, and they were fabrenging, they were very bitter, they didn't know what to do with themselves, and they were sitting around and they were saying, Oy vey, what's going to be with us? What's going to be with our children? How are we going to make sure that our children stay on the straight and narrow? All of the winds and the turbulence and the communism and all the effects are so outrageous. So Reb Chacha tells them, let me tell you, Everyone's here trying to figure out what's the, how, what, what magic serum, what magic potion they can do to make sure that their children remain remain He says, in the history of the world, in the history of the world, and all the crazy things that might have happened throughout its 
throughout its, uh, throughout its history, one thing that did not yet happen, that a four-legged creature gave birth to a two-legged creature. You want to, you want to, there's no magic pill, there's no magic potion, there's no elixir, there's no panacea. You want to do, you want to ensure that your children are going to be frume, erleche, siddusha, yidl, zayindish kinbehema. Don't be a four-legged creature. Chaimit.